Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Support for this episode comes from Bike NWA. Did you know that May is National Bike Month? Celebrate alongside Bike NWA as they host weekly and overall challenges throughout the month of May. It's easy to participate, read a sign up, and is for all skills and abilities. Visit lovetoride.net forward slash NW Arkansas today and start logging your rides to win cool prizes. Support for this episode comes from Signature Bank of Arkansas. Founded here in Northwest Arkansas in 2005, Signature Bank of Arkansas is a full-service bank offering traditional checking, savings accounts, investment accounts, business and personal loans, and mortgages. When you bank with a community bank, you're investing in local businesses, local entrepreneurs, local charities, and the causes that are close to home. Signature Bank has worked hard to earn its tagline, community banking at its best. Give the folks at Signature Bank a call today at 479-684-4700 or visit their website, signature.bank, and let them know you heard about them here first on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Signature Bank of Arkansas is a member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender.
It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. You know, certain days when I sit and do this podcast, I'm like, man, is I hope somebody's going to listen to this, but I'm always amazed at all the people that tell me, oh, they love the podcast and they listen. So first of all, I just want to give you guys a shout out and say how much I appreciate each and every listener, every person that is a part of the I Am Northwest Arkansas tribe. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. So I've got another great episode for you today. I am sitting in front of Bianca Montoya, who's the Director of Communication and Marketing for Bike NWA. And Bianca and I kind of connected a while back virtually. And then we have a mutual friend, and I'll give him a shout out because I'm always giving him a shout out on the podcast, Anthony Sumlin. That is my main man, and he has introduced me to so many people. And I always say this, and Bianca, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't relationships everything? They really are. I feel like so many opportunities (laughs) and fun experiences come from just the people we know. They are. I mean, that's it. I mean, literally, I would not be able to do this podcast if it weren't for all the relationships that I've I've developed Mm -hmm. and I continue to develop on a regular basis. So that's exciting. And it's just exciting to be with you today. So how are you doing? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. And this has been long overdue. Like you said, we connected, (laughs) I think it was on Instagram. Uh, through Anthony. Anthony, you are amazing. He does the same for me. He's like, you need to talk to this person. He's so great. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, Anthony. Right. And we met at a yeah. BIPOC event. Yeah. Thank so, you, Kim and B. <laughs> exactly. Shout out to those guys. They've yeah. been on the podcast before. Yeah. And, and, you know, that really great event. I think we were we met down at the Fayetteville location. Mm-hmm. And then they did a BIPOC event in Rogers. Yeah. And so we did like the whole slow streets thing, which was kind of cool. And But anyway, let's talk about this. First of all, I'd love for you just to kind of introduce yourself to yeah. the audience, tell them who Bianca Montoya is, and yeah. then let's just go into Bike NWA. Okay, cool. I am Bianca Montoya. I am the, like you already said, I work for Bike NWA, which has been such a blessing. I've been with them for about three years almost. Oh, coming up on my anniversary. Exciting. Oh. I have lived in Northwest Arkansas since 2009. Wow. I originally came up here from McKinney, Texas, which is kind of around Dallas. And I studied at the U of A, which was an awesome experience as well. And basically, I just immediately just jumped into this area. I started volunteering a lot, honestly, to offset the experience I didn't have for some of the jobs that I wanted right out of college. Mm-hmm. But those were also, that was, that was exactly what I needed to do because it allowed me to figure out what my passions were. And like some people say, it's like your passions will lead you to your purpose. And then, you know, years later, here I am working for Bike NWA and uh, being able to work on making a positive social impact and working on just like all the things that are kind of close to my heart. So it's it's been really nice. I love to hear stories like that because like I always tell people, sometimes when one door closes, mm-hmm. right? Like those companies that maybe didn't choose you at the time, yeah. other doors open and look where you are. Yeah. And, you know, like I say all the time, if you're doing something that you're truly passionate about, it's mm-hmm. easy to get up every morning and yeah. go do it. You're yes. not sitting there fighting. You're not hitting the yeah. snooze button or anything like that. So. Yes. I love to tell people, just be patient and like continue to pursue and uh, redefine how you look at failure. Because there have been times in my life where, you know, yeah, door closed or I, I left something 
to move on to something else. And, you know, now I look back, I'm really thankful for all those experiences. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So what led you to Bike NWA? Were you, have you been a a cyclist all your life or? (laughs) Yes and no. Yeah. My, this is awesome. And shout out to my roots, but my dad is a full-blooded Pueblo Native American. And so our family on that side is from Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it was really funny because of course, when I was younger, I really loved the Disney Pocahontas even though that story is incorrect, but (laughs) I still love that. Anyway, my first bike was a Pocahontas bike. uh, And I love that. And I rode that around to see all my friends around the neighborhoods and everything. And then honestly, I don't think I really jumped back onto a bike until I was 24, 25. Wow. And even then, you know, I, it was just something I did for fun and for stress relief and like, you know, Northwest Arkansas is so beautiful. All the trails that we have. I started riding the Greenway after work. I would try to do, you know, just like an hour of riding. And But I would never categorize myself as like a hardcore cyclist. Anyway, the way that I got to bike in WA was through a friend. I was in between roles for a little bit and I was freelancing and helping with like social media and like events. And anyway, my friend Sam Slayton, shout out to you. He found that out and he said, well, do you want to help us for a few months, like promote this Criterium Series race? And I was like, well, what is that? Because <laughs> I had no idea. Again, I'm not like in... I was in the mainstream. Right. And uh, anyway, so I started helping on with helping with that. And then surely like after that was starting to wrap up, they end up offering me a job. Sam was going to move on to Thaden. And so he's like, I think you could handle this role. And of course, I said, are you sure? Because I'm not this spandex awesome, you know, champion. And that was when my boss now, Paxson Roberts and Sam both looked at me and said, you know, we care about those athletes and the people who are wearing spandex and the more serious riders, but those people are already our cheerleaders. They're already our choir. He said, the group that we really want to reach are the people who are just the average everyday folks or the people that need bikes for transportation. They said, and we think that you could help reach that audience. And so I think that's what's funny is a lot of times I think some people will come and they'll see me and, and, and honestly, my, my might make a judgment as soon as they see me be like, this isn't really a cyclist. Right. But that's what I'm most proud about is that I get to represent like all the folks out there who are just doing it because they want to spend time with their families, stress relief, or, you know, whatever makes you happy. Bikes are for everyone. And so I scream that from the rooftops. (laughs) Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. And it's funny because a lot of times, you know, and I tell people how big of a bike culture it is here in Northwest Arkansas. And I've kind of got sucked into it. I mean, of course, I was that kid growing up with a bike back in the day. And, you know, I had the sissy bar handles and, you know, the (laughs) the banana seat and all that good stuff. And I I would ride a lot. But and then when I went to college, I got one of those three ounce Cannondale framed road bikes. And so I rode pretty seriously in college. But then I put the bike up, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of adulting and doing adult things, yeah. not realizing that I could do adult things and still ride a bike. And I honestly, I rediscovered it when I got here to Northwest Arkansas. And it's just been game on ever since. I literally bought a bike three weeks after I moved here. I yes. went to, to the guys at the bike route, shout out to those guys. Yeah. And, you know, that's where I've purchased most of my bikes. Mm-hmm. I've got a GT grade and a mm-hmm. few other bikes. I got my wife a really nice bike, got the kids bikes. And we just have embraced this bike culture. Well, I should say I've embraced it, really. (laughs) The kids like to ride. My wife, well, that's a whole nother story, but I'm not going to get in trouble on this podcast, (laughs) so we'll just leave it at that. But she does want to ride, but I just think there's something about bike riding that, you know, anybody can do it. Yeah. And it's not, you don't have to be like, like I got to go see those kids that were here from the Bear Racing Team that came here for that Oz Trail event that was put on between Oz Trail and Experience Fayetteville, which was Mm -hmm. amazing at Centennial Park. 
And those kids are super, I mean, there's a lot of, some of those kids are going to the Olympics. Yeah. But, you know, the people that are listening to this, most of y'all are not going to the Olympics, <laughs> but you can get on a bike and take advantage yeah. of all of the the beauty and the trails that Northwest Arkansas offers. A hundred percent. And I think, and I love that you say that. It really is like anyone can take advantage of what we have here. It's built for everyone. But, you know, I remember what it felt like to not be so part of the, you know, what some people would consider a cycling scene. I remember having, you know, insecurities about like my bike or what I was wearing. And I'm really glad to think that now those things don't really matter to me at all. But, you know, just to remind people that everyone starts out with, you know, I think, yeah, my first like serious bike, it was given to me from a friend, which I was really thankful for. Um, You know, and that bike, you know, taught me so much. And I love that bike so much. (laughs) And I think everyone has some kind of, you know, bike like that in their life. But I just want to tell people like, don't let those things keep you from having a good time. In fact, I liked it. Like we aspire to be like a, this amazing cycling destination, which we're well on our way. Sure. Uh, but, you know, if you go to places like Copenhagen or Portland or, you know, bigger MSAs or bigger cities, like you'll see all kinds of people wearing all kinds of things, riding all kinds of bikes and no one bats an eye. And because it's such, it's so much more of a norm there, you know, like this is, and they primarily probably really look at it like more like transportation. And so I think like if we, if everyone can like let themselves be vulnerable for a moment, and get into it and realize like how much joy it brings them or exercise or health or whatever you need it for. It's like, then you can like truly appreciate it. But it's like getting past like a few of those humps. It's like, just, just lean in, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. And it, it definitely is a process. And you, you mentioned places like Copenhagen, like mm-hmm. so Scandinavia, Northern Europe. I mean, biking is beyond a culture there. Yeah. It's just a way of life. Exactly. I mean, just like walking. Like, uh, funny. Yeah. I mean, you see old women getting on their bikes. Yeah. Not that old women can't ride a bike, <laughs> yeah. but I mean like like 70 and 80 yeah. year old women getting on their bike and riding to the market and stuff like that. that. That's Goals. just the way it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, why not have a bike culture like that here mm-hmm. in North America, yes. let alone Northwest Arkansas? Yeah. And I think it takes, you know, again, I think about like how I got more onto my bike. And it was for, because a friend of mine was riding and he was like, you should do that. Like you live at the time I lived uh, next to Lake or not too far from Lake Fayetteville. And I was like, oh, this is a really easy loop. And, you know, and so it, I started just to build my confidence, you know, and then I was like, maybe I'll go venture a little bit more this way, you know, and people are like, you know, there's apps that can help you from getting lost. And what's so fun is like Northwest Arkansas is definitely full of those people that will gently like pull you along and show you the way. And I f- find that like, you know, if you are that person, you have friends that want to ride bikes, like, you know, reach out and maybe get them a bike that they can rent or let them borrow yours. Because I do think it's it's going to take a while to really get that culture more embedded here. But the more that we can see average Joes out on bikes, I think, you know, perhaps the more people will try it. So. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think that's just I think that's just the name of the game. I mean, yeah. you, you you almost have to, you know, twist some people's arms to get involved. And then once they do, they're like, oh my God, where, you know, why wasn't <laughs> I doing this sooner? Yeah. You know, there's just nothing like getting, and I hit, I hit like, I I live not far from Lake Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. So I know that loop intimately. Yeah. I hit that loop pretty much all the time. And I either go around that loop and then mm-hmm. head south to, yeah. to Mount Kessler, mm-hmm. or I take that loop and I head north yeah. and I usually come up to Rogers or somewhere up here to yeah. Bentonville. And it's like, Every day, every time I get on the bike, I've got at least a 30, 35 mile ride that I can take and still be, you know, within 20 minutes of my house. Oh, totally. And which I, is insane. Yeah. That's, that's something that's so exciting too. It's like, you know, that greenway goes from Bella Vista to Fayetteville. That's like, <laughs> well, without like the construction going on, I think that's like between like 32, 36 miles. It's like, you know, and I don't know, I've never, 
I mean, I've been, to, I've traveled a few places, but I have never seen something like that. It's almost like the spine of Northwest Arkansas. Right. So right, right, yeah, yeah, no, I love that. And, and you're right. Like who, like, so a while back before the pandemic happened, we would do these e-bike demos. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'd take a fleet of e-bikes with fat tire and we'd show up to an event and we just let people try them out. And the best thing that our team recognized is that we never put anyone, like no one ever got on a bike and wasn't smiling ear to ear right. and having a great time. Yeah. And so, like you said, it really is just sometimes like pulling someone to try it. And then once they do, they're like, why have I, why have I not been doing this? <laughs> what have I been yeah, doing? I exactly. mean, it's just, it's so crazy. And I'm always like looking for legitimate ways to just get on my bike yeah. and ride anytime. Yeah. You know, the challenge is that I'm a sweater. And so <laughs> if you're a sweater, that's always the challenge. Yeah. Right? I mean, cause I'm yeah. like that kind of guy where I could go out for 15 minutes and I need to take a shower just yeah. because. I really sweat. That's cool. You know, my pores are open, but the problem yeah. is, is that, so I have to kind of find mm-hmm. that fine tuned line of yeah. how I can do both. Right. Totally. And, but that's why more businesses are putting showers mm-hmm. in their, yes. in their places. And, you know, I've gone other places around the country and I've seen businesses locally here that, mm-hmm. you know, have a shower, have a place for you to yeah. put up your bike, even have a workout, even have a room where they will repair your bike. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, little things like that. I mean, you're starting to see that and that that shows you how a bike culture seeps into mm-hmm. the community as a whole and yeah. kind of takes hold, right? Yeah. So I, I love mean, that. Uh, you, you speak on something that's so important. It's like, so if people are listening to this, they're like, I want to have a bike shower. I want to talk my team into doing something like this. There are resources for you. We have a uh, bicycle-friendly uh, business toolkit that we created with Lane Shift Mobility uh, consulting us. And that's on, it lives on our website and sure. it's free. So if yep. business wants to go and check that out, they can. But then we also have, this is cool, and I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, but the national organization, People for Bikes, they're awesome. They have two folks that are on the ground here working in Northwest Arkansas to help businesses. So if anyone is needing that contact or wants to reach out, reach out to me. I'd love to connect y'all. Yeah. And we'll make sure we put all of your information in the show notes so that everybody knows how to reach out and connect with you to get any additional information that you mentioned. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Bike and WA, we like to just be like a big resource. So if anyone has any questions, please know our door is always open. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit and, and, and get back to the start of the company of the organization. Rather, you guys were started in 99. You're a 501c3. Yes. And can you talk just a little bit about how the mission has evolved over yeah. time? Because again, there weren't as many people here in 99 as there are now. Yeah. And there clearly won't be as many people here now as there will be in yeah. the next 15 years. So, I mean, you guys have your hands full. Yeah, definitely. And I wish my boss Paxton Roberts was here because he's been here since the beginning. And honestly, Bike NWA just started as a small like organization that was called Bicycle Coalition of the Ozarks. And then after they were starting to get some momentum and realizing that there was a need, then they evolved into the 501c3, that is Bike and WA. But since my time here, what I, I guess we've always been focused on advocacy and education, you know, trying to work with municipalities to understand that there can be, you know, updates to infrastructure to make it friendlier and safer for people on bikes and people in cars. And throughout the advocacy and education piece, we've done so much, mm-hmm. I feel like. I'm not going to go into the whole history of everything, but for a while, Bike and WA kind of was felt like the only like biking organization in Northwest Arkansas. And so what was happening for a while is that, you know, like things were, would pop up and then people would be like, oh, well, Bike and WA can handle that. And of course, our <laughs> team was like, yeah, we can. Yeah. I think we can. Let's do this, you know? And so for a while, you know, and I think this is why some people, whenever you ask them, like, do you know about Bike and WA? They're like, 
I thought they were an events group. Right, <laughs> right. I thought they only focus on this. We've always cast such a wide net. And so I can totally understand when people say that. But, you know, in our past, we have hosted like a, a Criterium race series. Mm-hmm. We've done a cyclocross series. And on top of our different things within education and advocacy. So, anyway, so as, as years have gone on, what we've realized is that, okay, we need to streamline. We need to focus a little bit more on certain areas that need more of our help. And the exciting thing about what's happening this year is like we'll have a cool announcement about an evolution that we're about to make. But our team is going to be going through like extensive diversity, equity, inclusion training. Nice. Because all along, that has been the backbone of, of many of the things that we've been doing. But now we want to dive a little bit deeper and really get in with the community. Because a lot of people say, you know, sometimes folks will run it, roll into a community and uh, do stuff to a community and not with them. Right. And so we really want to walk that walk and find where the needs are, work within the community partners that already exist there, you know, and just, yeah, just dive in pretty much. So, of course, in the summer, I can release some more information about what else we'll be doing. But for I know, now, it's yeah. pretty, I know it's pretty exciting. Yeah, you got me itching I got a here secret. to find out all this good <laughs> stuff. So yeah, you got to stay tuned for some yeah. really important news from Bianca and from Bike NWA, because I think it's going to be pretty exciting, yes. to say the least. So we'll, we'll just tease it at that yes. and, and we can kind of go from there. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, one of the original reasons why we wanted to get together sooner rather than later was because this, the, we're recording this in April. Mm-hmm. And so whether you're listening to this in May or June of 2021, or you're listening to this in February mm-hmm. or March of 2022, <laughs> the bottom line is that there are significant months mm-hmm. in the year, in the calendar year where, you know, we like to take a focus in mm-hmm. biking. And one of those months is the month of May. Yes. Right. And that's called, what is that? That's May is National Bike Month. Right. I know that's a mouthful. Sometimes yeah. we just say bike month, but technically there's two bike months in the year. Right. So May is National Bike Month and then Cycle September. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you about my experience with that. Yeah. But, so let, tell us a little bit about National Bike Month yeah. and, and what you guys hope to accomplish. Yeah. Okay. So May is a month of celebration of people on bikes. And the way that we do that is that we host weekly challenges and overall monthly challenges, and we have new raffle or new rider raffles. So it's opportunities all month long, whether you sign up before May or within May, for you to get on your bike, participate, and win prizes. The cool thing about it, though, is that it's for anyone. And a lot of people might hear the word challenge and think, oh, that sounds hard. That might be difficult. But they're really challenges as simple as, you know, ride 10 miles this week. A ride five times this week. Right. And those are what the weekly challenges kind of look like. But then we have overall monthly challenges. And so those look more like how many miles did you get for the whole month? Sure. How many times did you commute? And then we like to celebrate in June with a virtual... Well, we're still deciding. It might be half virtual, half in person. But we like to give out trophies and celebrate who you know landed on the leaderboards. But every year, it's pretty fun. And we have a big participation but this year, you know, we always like to challenge ourselves and get more people who haven't participated in years past. So. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to participate. Yes. Because uh, everybody loves the leaderboards. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So gotta- and we like to share like throughout the month of May, like where we are at in the leaderboards. So then that provides a little bit, you know, a friendly competition. But yeah, I say it's fun. I mean, we give out gift cards. This year we have a bike computer from Wahoo that we're giving away. Oh, nice. We also have, you know, for the families out there, we have a kid trailer from Burley. And then real quick shout out, First National Bank this year stepped in and has sponsored us and we're really grateful for them. But it really, it's a fun month of just like getting on your bike, logging your miles. We use a platform called Love to Ride. Okay. So all people have to do is go online. You can go to our social media channels. The links live there. 
but sign up for free and then, you know, sync it to your, you can either download the app Love to Ride and sync your rides through there. But if you already have an app like Strava or Map My Ride, you can link through there. Yeah. But it's as simple as turning on your your tracker and going. And it can be real mindless. You know, you can just get on your bike as many times as you want. But the challenge is just provide like that extra incentive. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just to get out and do it. Yeah. yeah I definitely want to do it. So now. Yeah. And you can just, start a team. Just for clarity. Yeah. Clarity's <laughs> sake. Peloton doesn't count, right? They, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's funny. Virtual riding, cycling. So yeah. spinning doesn't really count. Spinning, so. spinning doesn't count. But I think so if because we I think there is a small loophole there because we're still, you know, at the fringe of a, the p- a pandemic. Mm-hmm. If you do not feel comfortable going outside and that's the only way you can log, like send us an email and we'll work with you. And I think Love to Ride has a way that we can like track their rides and Mm -hmm. stuff. So anyway, if that's what you really need, let us know. But for the most part, we want to get people outside, you know, and moving around and commuting or doing half commutes, whatever works for them. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I think it's it's nice if you have a spinning bike at your house and and that's a good workout. But I'm t- there's nothing like getting out in the great outdoors yeah, and just I agree. experiencing it. So. And this is like the time of year where the weather, for, knock on wood, I'm going to jinx this, but the weather's generally okay. Right, so, right, um, right. But yeah. you know how it is here. You go from like cold <laughs> to hot right away. Hills so. and snow on a Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, so. I think... Uh, I, get, I think another fun part, so if you want to get participate in Bike Month, sometimes it can be a little nerve wracking doing it by yourselves. So what I tell people is like get a team together yeah. and then challenge another group of friends or, or you know, like a co-working team and then maybe work within your work team or your family and create internal incentives. So whoever wins what gets something, you know, so that can be a fun way to kind of so not only will you go for our prizes, but if your team can do something internal. Like an incentive, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, with all the companies that are here, you, yeah. you kind of see that so many people would want to participate in oh, that. Oh, totally. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of like health benefits, of course, like with getting out and being active as much as you can, like with bike riding. But then also there can be a sustainability piece of it. It's like if you're riding your bike or commuting, then you're cutting back on your carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. Oh, and something that's neat about Love to Ride is at the end of the, well, throughout the month, they'll show you the Northwest Arkansas stats. And so you will be able to see like what our carbon footprint was as an area. And then also with the Love to Ride website, we can see how we rank against other cities right. and areas. And so that's always fun. We've done pretty well in the past, but of course, we want to continue that momentum. So if people need an, an extra incentive to get involved, I uh, just think that you're helping put Northwest Arkansas on the map, right. um, which I think we need some more positive things to put our, our state on, like a positive list. So that, Absolutely. So that could be Absolutely. helpful. All yeah. good news is is is, yeah. uh, is worth having. That's for totally. sure. So yeah. yeah. No, I love that. So, and then September's event is mm-hmm. is what specifically? It is. So it's pretty much uh, same thing as, as May. So cycle September, same kind of weekly challenges, same overall challenges. Mm-hmm. There'll be different prizes and things. But then there's going to be more of an emphasis, I think, on the business piece. So uh, trying to get more companies to sign up and be competitive because that is when the Love to Ride platform that we use, that's when they start to put more of an emphasis and their leaderboards will be you know, like the top 100 companies and things like that. And Walmart's always done pretty well and uh, been on that list. And I think last year it was like JB Hunt too. U of A got on it. Um, yeah, Tyson. we... Do it. Tyson? Tyson, I think they've... So they had smaller teams. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. So like depending on if you do your whole business or if you just do smaller teams. Right. Luckily, I think we do have representation from most of the bigger companies around here. 
but always more is welcome. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah. room there's room for, for folks here that have a business. Even if you have a small business, yeah. you should get involved with this because there is a direct correlation to, you know, a healthy employee, A, makes a happy employee, but yeah. also makes somebody that will show up for work on a regular basis and won't be sick yeah. because they're taking care of themselves 100%. and they're on their bike riding. I mean, you know, we all deal with the you know, some bike aches and what have you and a little <laughs> saddle sore, soreness. But other than that, it's it's all good. So. Oh, oh, it's so true. And, you know, the morale piece of it is probably, I would think, like like you mentioned, not like all the great, the good benefits, but, you know, like say your team, you know, is just now back in the office, but they need something to do. I know some of us are still limited because of the pandemic, but getting outside and riding your bike as a team for an hour for lunch, like that could be something I think that is attainable. Yeah, you no, know? absolutely. Absolutely. So, so to talk a little bit about, I know that there are several groups we, we alluded to, BIPOC, and mm-hmm. I've actually had the wonderful ladies from Arkansas Latinas in yes, DC on. Olivia and Sophia. Yeah, Olivia and Sophia. Those are my, they're, they're my aces. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I like the fact that, you know, those guys felt good enough to want to create a, an environment yeah. where people that look like them. Yes can go and ride and, yeah. and they're, they're kind of building a little movement, you know? Uh, yeah. I and mean, a great and, one, a safe space one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit about that, you know, that being one of the bigger goals of Bike NWA yeah. is that, that, you know, when people say, oh, well, we're, we're trying to be more diverse. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just trying to get everybody out there on the trail. Yeah. Like literally everybody. <laughs> everybody. It's, it's not, you know, we're not trying yeah. to limit it to to upper class or, mm-hmm. or, or middle class folks that can afford bikes, but yeah. even those that can't afford bikes, we're trying to create opportunities for people to get on a bike. Oh, 100%. And I, Olivia and Sophia and Kim and B, I mean, they are like the change makers in this area and that cycling scene. And especially not only for BIPOC people, uh, but also women, which I love. And I think like people ask, well, like, how do you even begin this process to try to be more equitable? Right. And I think the number one thing that we started to address which, you know, we've had a lot of lessons learned, which is always positive because you just keep moving forward. But we thought, like, what are the small things we can just, like, start with? And so the first thing was, like, okay, well, we need to translate more of our materials. And right now, we're working to get more Spanish translations out there. And then we're also working, uh, trying to figure out how we can get more Marshallese materials out. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool once we can start doing that more. But then and the biggest thing, I think, is, um, and, and this is what you'll notice, like, when you follow a bunch of cycling accounts on social media, or you're looking at magazine, you're looking at ads... And I think a lot has probably changed in the past six to eight months because everyone is now aware of what the issue was. But I mean, for a while, all you could see was, you know, white, affluent, athletic males being represented in these media in all these different outlets. And so, yeah, if you're seeing that, like that isn't... And like I said, I didn't even feel like I was right for this role because I didn't look like that. Right. You know, I mean, I'm five foot three. I'm like decently athletic. I've gotten a little bit thicker because of the pandemic, but I can still ride a bike. Right. But, you know, it's just like not feeling welcome, you know? And so our team is like working hard to make sure that like, okay, like we're welcome and we're representing, you know, we're, we're trying to like tell the stories and show the real people on bikes instead of just having, you know, models of people who don't bike, but look like they bike, you know? Not that we've ever done that, but, you know, other entities I'm sure have, you know, in the mainstream media. But so, yeah, that's just like the bare, that's just, you know, like I said, the, the first steps that we're taking. But what's neat is our team is about to go through an extensive um, diversity, equity, inclusion training. And then we're working with Kim and B closer and really just trying to identify the areas where we have fallen short mm-hmm. or don't have that perspective. And then, and from there, so it's like, you know, doing this research will then allow us to create a game plan 
that is more holistic. And uh, anyway, like I said, I'm excited because it's always kind of been the backbone of a lot of things that we do. I just don't know. We did not have the capacity or the resources to do it really well. And so now our leadership is like, all right, let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then um, I had mentioned, I don't even think I mentioned this, but we work really closely with the Northwest Arkansas Trailblazers. Sure. And now they have a goal of taking, the number has not been solidified, but taking some of the trails, the mountain bike trails that we've already put out there and going in and reworking them so that they are ADA accessible. Oh. And so they're working with a community of folks on learning, like, what does that really entail? How does that look? How does that ride? And so that's exciting too. So I, I think it's just like, you know, first steps first. It's like, be intentional and be honest with yourself right. and, uh, you know, and continue to assess yourself yeah. and, and ask your community how you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Check-ins are important, right? Yeah, how am I doing? I, I do the same thing. Yeah. So no, I, I, um, everything that you're saying is just really resonates with me. And I appreciate all the work that you guys are doing to not just get the word out, but to make biking an intentional space, (laughs) right? Where you can actually get something done. Yes. So I think that's really cool. And I think as we, you know, it'll be amazing to see what this place looks like in the next 10 years with all the trails and all that. But you know, for the uninitiated and even for those, and this might be for those that live here and just have never gotten on a bike and those that are not from here, mm-hmm. maybe they're considering a job with Walmart or yeah. JB Hunt or you fill in the blank Fortune 50 company <laughs> yeah. or even a smaller company, yeah. you know, like Ocul- or, or like Ox yeah. or somebody else, you know, or work coming to work for the University of Arkansas. Yeah. What can they expect mm-hmm. from a biking culture here in Northwest yeah. Arkansas? I would like to say, and I believe this so much because I've been that person who's like needed help, but welcoming. I think you'll find that we're really welcoming. And if you have and it's funny because I think if you ask anyone a bike question, they will point you in five different directions of like, well, you could talk to this person. Right. Or, you know. And none of them yeah. are necessarily wrong either. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, Everyone, like- I feel like there's always like a good outlet. But uh, I think, and that's the thing I want people to know. It's like, there are entities around here that are focused primarily on like building up this, you know, as a destination in a, in a cycling scene that is welcoming. So if you you have any questions of like, you know, where to even begin, uh, you know, we're always available, but even places like, you know, um, Experience Fayetteville, sure. they have a bike coordinator, Brandon Pack, or, you know, in, in Bentonville, you have Bike Bentonville, that's Amy Ross. I mean, and again, the bike shops, Pedal It Forward. I mean, they're like, we really do have almost like this really interconnected or intersectional community that's wanting to lift up one another. So yeah. You just got to pick no a place. there's no real competition either. I mean, no, it's just no, like, hey, yeah. we're all trying to get more people out here on yeah. the trails to ride their bikes and just yeah. be aware of all the great stuff that's happening. Oh, yeah. So. And if people are looking for, you know, ride groups, that's another thing that now we have so much of. Um, you know, you got Springdale Bike Club, Friends of Arkansas Single Track. Gravel Grinders. Gravel Grinders. I love their new t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, they, you go, know. they meet up at the Media Cafe yeah. and go out and go for a nice ride on the weekend. Exactly. So. And, and they go like every weekend too. Yeah. And, is- and that's the thing. You'll find a lot of groups that are consistent. But then, you know, like there's other groups like NWA Pride Peddlers, Arkansas Latinas, BC. Like, I mean, I feel like that's a cool thing. It's exciting to see like every bike POC, everyone who's popping up. It's like you should be able to find a safe space that you feel comfortable in. And, you know, getting your skills to a place where, you know, I think what people find is that sometimes you like start with biking and then you immediately are like, well, maybe I should start trying mountain bike trails or should try gravel. It's like, if you would ask me if I would be sitting here like six years ago, five years ago and riding bikes and riding mountain bikes and doing things like that, I might have laughed at you a little bit because I didn't (laughs) see myself as that. But I always like felt that that is something I'd want to do. I just wasn't sure if it was in my ability and my capacity. Sure. 
but I have evolved and I've tried new things and uh, I'm very thankful for my team for pushing me. Right. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. So, <laughs> well, anybody listening to this is like, man, you know, Bianca's making me either want to go get a bike <laughs> or go dust my bike off and get out yes. there on the trails. Where should they start? Where would you yeah. want to direct them to? Yeah. Like location wise? Well, either website specifically, oh, okay. just for information. Yeah. Because I know I picked up, and the reason why I'm asking mm-hmm. this is because I remember when I was at the uh, Oz Trails event at Centennial Park, I picked up some really great maps yeah. of the Greenway mm-hmm. and some other places to go ride. And, and I know a lot of places, but mm-hmm. it's always like I'm learning something new oh, all totally. the time. But for the newbie or mm-hmm. for the uninitiated, where where should they start? Yeah, I think so. I think a good place to start if you are just getting started, I would start with like maybe a local bike shop because sure. they may have the specific maps you need. And then if there's anything that you're missing, like they should have that or have like a resource to that. Now, if you're looking for, you know, if you have any other like really small specific questions, honestly, sometimes the quickest way to reach us is going through our social media. It's usually me at the other end. Right. But I can definitely point someone a different or a certain direction. Another thing that's cool is there are apps that you can use like uh, Trail Forks. Sure. And those can be really helpful especially if you're embarking on a new trail, maybe you're not on the greenway. I mean, if you're on a greenway, it's fine too. Uh, but it can show you, it like stays with you and shows you that you're still on the right trail, right? which is awesome. Because sometimes we just need that like affirmation that like, am I still going the right way? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this right? You, yeah. Can, you don't have to go too far off the beaten path yeah. to be, be, as they like to say, behind God's back because you're <laughs> so far out of, out of the loop. Yeah. But the reality is, huh. is that you know, you're really not as far away. It's yeah. probably been mapped. I mean, I've, I've done a yeah. lot of gravel riding and I'm always finding new trails and I'm like, oh man, you know, and I don't want to get like chased down by some dog or something like that. But there's all kinds of ways for you to kind of figure out where you are. Totally. And I find that, like I said, you just have to ask the right question and that will lead you to all these doors. And I feel like most people who, and again, I think people need to realize this, this area is decently new, right? To cycling. Like this has all popped up within the last couple of years. So like I, I like to joke and say, it's like everything is in its infancy, right? So like that, like toddlers can be kind of messy and all over the place, but they mean well. Right. Uh, so in, in what you also find is that most of the people who've been riding bikes around here are like pretty new, like maybe just started two years ago. Right. So just never feel like, I hope no one ever feels intimidated because generally probably the person you're going to be talking to is like, oh yeah, I just got started. Yeah. This is what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's always going to be somebody there looking to help you out. So. 100%. Oh, for- that's what I love about this area. So. Yeah. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. So the website is bikenwa.org. Yes. All right. If people want to reach you or connect with you directly, how, how do they do that? Or what you do you can, recommend? Yeah. You can send me an email uh, to Bianca at bikenwa.org, B-I-A-N-C-A. Or, you know, like I said, you can send a message. Uh, you can slide into our DMs <laughs> on Instagram or Facebook. For those in the know. So. Yes. For those of y'all in the know. Uh, <laughs> so. And yeah. And if I can't answer your question, I know someone who can. So, and I'll direct y'all to where you need to go. So. Okay, cool. So after a long ride on a warm June day, <laughs> where, where do you like to go to maybe imbibe uh, on a nice uh, beverage? Oh my gosh. That's such a good question. Okay. So you said it's a warm day. A warm June day, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, well if I'm in Bentonville, I love oven and tap, and they have a cute patio. Yep. I can't go wrong there, and they also have a great drink selection. I also, I guess it depends on what kind of beverages you're looking for, but coffee wise, Airship is my go-to. Yeah, right here. Yeah, next to you guys are right near. Yeah, and if you're looking for another coffee place, I mean Bentonville's got great coffee places, um, but Cafe Two Eleven is inside the Bentonville Library. 
Mauricio there will take care of you. Okay. If you need something potent, that's the place to go. <laughs> that's the place to go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I love any place with a patio and friendly people. Sure, so sure. I, yeah, I'll go anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> and the thing about it is Northwest Arkansas has that in spades. Yeah. You know, yeah. everywhere you look, Rogers, yeah. Springdale, the whole downtown Springdale area, oh, yeah. and of course Fayetteville. Yeah. There's a little bit of a little bit of that everywhere you go. That's so, so true. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, as long as we're always just striving to always be better and evolve, I think we're in a good place. So yeah. That's good. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, Bianca Montoya, thank you so much thank for you. joining us here on I Am Northwest Arkansas. I hope that everybody got a little bit out of your experiences with mm-hmm. Bike NWA, and we uh, wish you nothing but continued success. And we wait with bated breath for the yes. announcement coming up in a few months. So just teasing that out there. And at some <laughs> point in time, we'll have to come back and find out what new exploits you guys yes. have undertaken to continue to make Northwest Arkansas the bike capital of the world. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Thank world you so much. domination. Whoa. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. All right. Well, good. I uh, I appreciate that. And I will um, we'll look forward to connecting with you really soon. Yes. Same. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, folks, that's another of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. To learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. You can listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it, and please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcast comes out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we will see you back here next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.